day 262 welcome back to the windows and mirrors podcast my name is keith i'm john and this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the bible is more like a window than it is a mirror we come to it to see through it and to see god not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves all right so yesterday i said it was day 262 i lied so okay. <laughs> today is actually day 262 john oh, yeah. chapter 13 uh and so, um, yeah, man, like I said before, we transitioned from the book of signs where we have these seven signs of Christ to the book of glory and the passion where he's actually going to talk about his death um, and his resurrection and spend a ton of time there. Again, we said before many, many days ago that the gospels are often like um, passion narratives or crucifixion narratives with extended prologues, right? right. And so you're going to see that every gospel is going to spend a ton of time talk uh or jesus is going to spend a ton of time talking about his own death and and what we get in john 13 bro is what many people call his farewell discourse right, right. so in the ancient world when someone is preparing to die they leave this discourse and type of and, and and like uh instructions for those they leave behind so we think about moses we think about joshua we think about um david telling solomon we even think about second peter when peter is telling Cass what's going to happen when he goes and christ does the same thing here right um, yeah. But it's interesting, bro, that um, he's not in the book of signs, but he's still washing cats feet. Right. And he kind of like uses this one instance to say so much about what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, and he literally says, yo, I want you to do like me and serve. But I also want you to know that what I've done, like, man, nobody else can do. Right. I've right. made you clean. Mm. Um, and so the same thing here, bro, like Christ's death is going to be the very thing that makes us clean but jesus shows us bro he's not just our savior but he's also our example mm. right i believe some people harp on the man jesus is just the example just the example we need to do the deeds he did good right. and fine um and some people harp on he's just a savior and we can live how we want um but the two go together and christ shows that here as he washes the disciples feet before right. he leaves them yep and john 13 at the end of that he gives this instruction i mean to your point about example so mm -hmm. he looks at all of them and he says this, I give you a new command, love one another. Just mm -hmm. as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you mm -hmm. love one another. Man, what I love about this text is the context, right? We have mm -hmm. to remember he's saying this particularly or primarily to the 12. And you think right. of who made up the 12 and you have Matthew, who was a tax collector, right? Mm. Who this is somebody who um, his uh, well-being, his financial status was tied to the government, the Rome staying or Rome staying in power. This is somebody who, prior to Christ, had political views that would allow him mm. to justify the type of employment that he had. But you mm. also had Simon the Zealot who was somebody who prior to uh, Christ, his political status was that Rome uh, was actually inept and you had a group of folks that wanted to unseat them that didn't think that they should be there. So essentially you had these two cats that were part of his group, one who watched Fox News all the time, the other one who was always on CNN, right? Couldn't uh -huh. have been further apart politically and Jesus is gonna bro. look at them and say, no, look, I want y'all to love one another. Mm. That the way that the world is gonna know that you're mine is not just if you love one another, not just if you tolerate one another, 
but if you love one another in the same way that I've loved you. And he's mm, getting ready mm, to go to the mm. cross and die for them. And that's something that our world is unaccustomed to. Like this mm. self-sacrificial, right, holy giving of yourself to somebody who is on the other aisle of this political spectrum, right, our world would look mm. and say, wait a minute, what, what is that? What makes you do that? How do you do that? And Jesus mm. says, look, that the world's gonna know that you're mine, right? Not just mm. by your theology, not just by what you stand up for. Listen, not even just by how yeah. you care for the poor, although all those things are good things in their ways mm. that, that, we, that the world knows that we're God, but the world is gonna know that we're his by the way that we love one another, even our political and ideological opposites. Mm, that's, that's so good, different. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, that's a salient point, uh, especially as he goes <clears throat> into 14. He talks about the love. But then in 14, they're like, he's like, man, I'm about to head out. Don't be troubled. Um, I'm going away. I'm going, uh, you know, basically to the father. Yeah. And we, we had to think of Jesus' mission like a triangle. So he comes down from the father, lives his life and dies uh, and resurrects. And then he goes back up to the father. Mm. Right. And so. Um, you know, Jesus saying, they're like, yo, like, we don't know where you're going. Thomas is like, man, I don't know where you're going. Right. Uh, show us the way. And he's right. like, yo, yo, I am the way, right? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And I love what um, this theologian Fred Sanders says, man. He says that, man, we follow Jesus to the Father by the Spirit, mm. right? And that encompasses like the Trinity. And he's just saying like, yo, because Christ is going to go into after this. He's like, yo, the Holy Spirit, I'm going to send the Spirit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the Spirit is going to be the counselor, the comforter. And he's going to be with you guys, helping you guys. And like, you, y'all going to be fine. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's actually, matter of fact, I don't know if it's in this chapter, but he's going to say, yo, it's actually better that I go away, my G. Like, right, right, right. Like, to keep it a buck. Um, and he's just going to use all this language, bro, to say that, like, man, if the spirit is in you, I'm in you. And then me and my father will come and make our home with you. Just all of this, like, language. We think the Holy Spirit is just in us. But in, in many ways, again, um, the whole life of God is in us, right? Yeah. Like the life of God is in the soul of man, some have said. Um, and the thing about this, man, again, we we really don't have to worry. And, and, and just imagine how worried they are, right? Like right. about how christ is receiving all this rejection and they're following him and he's like you gonna leave us bro like you know right right right. um and it's just like man we really don't have to worry um about christ ever leaving us alone because in leaving them he promises to be with them right Right. and coming to god man means having god bro and it's like the the beauty of the gospel is that uh we get god man I, i i don't know if it's piper i can't remember who said it but like uh God is the gospel, right? Like yeah. in some senses, what it means to to believe in the gospel is to get God Himself and Christ is promising yep. the disciples that as he leaves. Yep. And, and and so I mean as he expounds on the way that they're gonna thrive in this life, John fifteen, it's abiding in Christ, staying close, staying connected to him. This whole discourse, you know, is gonna end with a prayer, but before he gets to the prayer, John chapter sixteen Mm-hmm. Um, it's just there at the end, right? Jesus is saying, look, I'm not telling you all this stuff to make you sad. I'm mm-hmm. telling you this so that you would have peace. You mm-hmm. will have suffering in this world. Be mm-hmm. courageous. I have conquered the world. Bad mm-hmm. news. We've said this before. Yo, bad news or sad news 
can actually be good news if you get it early. That's why we yeah. watch the weather. It's going to rain. It There is a 100% chance of rain. That mm. doesn't mean that you can't go outside. It just means that you need to grab an umbrella, right? Mm. Jesus is saying, no, no, look, you are gonna face trouble in this world, right? That That's guaranteed, Yeah. but Jesus is saying, no, no, but listen, I've overcome the world. Uh, mm. Me and Chandra used to watch, yeah, yeah, all of these right shows, so name it, right? The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, all of this stuff. And we had this friend who was so um, anxious, right? She'd watch these shows and she would be so anxious, bro, that mm. in the height of most of the tension, she would go on Wikipedia or online and look for every spoiler, right? Because she's mm. like, I've just got to know how it's all going to play out so that mm. I don't stress so much in the midst yeah. of it. And it's Jesus terrible. says, this is the spoiler. I want mm. you to know it's going to be hard, but it, <clears throat> but it's it's going to work out in the end. I have overcome the world. And that's the promise. That's the freedom and the joy that mm. we have as we move forward. Mm. I love it, man. Again, going back to the theme really quick, bro, that he says, um, you know, it's better for for me to go away. Right. And I think I got this from you, bro. I remember you was teaching John one time. You said, man, Jesus beside you is better than Jesus. Yeah. No, is it? No, Jesus inside, inside you, you is better than Jesus beside you. Yeah, I think I got that from J.D. Greer or somebody. Okay, yeah. so we all getting it from somebody. <laughs> um, and it's just like so true, bro, because right. what he's saying is, it's better that I go away. And how you like, yo, the son of God is in person. How is that better? Right. Well, what he's saying is the spirit is going to come down on you. This is a pre-Acts 2. Like this is a prophecy right. of Acts 2. Right. Spirit is going to come on the disciples and the disciples themselves will grow and multiply right. into other believers across the world. At this time, Jesus was locked to a region in Israel, right? Fam, in the promised land. It's it's not big. So think yeah. of like, think of like 40 miles wide mm. and the distance from Houston to Dallas, which is a four hour drive. Mm. And that is the total land mass that Jesus occupied while on earth. Mm. That's it. Like And now, today. <laughs> right, yeah. And Christians that, are all over the world. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's in the moment, it seems. What do you mean, Jesus? Like it's it's been great to have you here, but he was mm. confined in some ways to a particular space and time, a very small one. And Jesus mm. is now gonna sp spread out across or he's going to put his spirit in his disciples so that they can be representatives of him spread out across all space and all time, right? And our prayer here in Atlanta, especially on the Southwest side, is we just wanna see that presence reproduced all throughout the Southwest side, the way that it is, uh, or it, it has been or will be in every city, in every nation, in every country, every continent. Yeah, let's pray this to that end, yeah. bro. Father, we ask that you would continue to spread your gospel mm. through your people. Mm. Um, you promised that with Christ and the fact that we're here on this podcast praying to you. Some of us in Atlanta, some of us in other places is true. It's, it's uh, proof that you made good on your promises. We love you and we thank you for that. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.